So what was your question? Uh, how, how are we going to start this? We've never well, done one of these before. Well, I just thought we'd start it like a normal episode. But are you going to do the date? What? Don't, I don't make need... it more difficult than it needs to be. Okay, so I don't need to do that. Just go, let's just say, hey, welcome to Two Guys, One Bag. Two Guys, One Cup. Bonus of podcast. That's too long. <laughs> okay, give me another version. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is Two Guys, One Bag. Here's our first bit of mail. <laughs> But that's no explanation. So if you've tuned in for the first time thinking it's the regular podcast, then you'll suddenly be like, is this the regular podcast? This is not the regular podcast. This is the bonus podcast. It's called Two Guys, One Bag. It's a bonus podcast to our regular podcast, Two Guys, One Cup, which is an AFL podcast, where weekly we mostly try to go through the weekend's games and then the next weekend's games, right? But then we have some mail that we get on different topics that we talk about. And it felt like uh, from some of the feedback we got in the, the aforementioned mail, frank and some of the discussions. frank and honest feedback that we got from some of the listeners, uh, that they they thought that that stuff should be somewhere else. Too much prancing, not yeah. enough dancing. Anyway, here it is. It's here. That's where that's where it is. <laughs> is now. that the intro? <laughs> no, yeah, that's the intro. That's the intro we're going to do. That'll do. It'll give people the idea. So I'm going to go to our Facebook page. We have a Facebook page. It is called uh, Two Guys, One Cup Podcast. Um, obviously there's some other two guys, one cup, uh, entries on the internet. So you just have to be a little bit careful finding the page, but lots of people are doing it, Make which sure is nice. Make sure you know how to scrub your history. That's all I'm saying. All right. Here we go. We have some whispers. Whispers from the West? From the West. Love it. Uh, this is a fresh whisper. So... I'm not saying the date, but it's currently 425, and this one has come in hot and fresh at 423. Holy shit, this is brand new. This is brand new. Hot off the Fremantle Doctor. Unread whisper from the West. I'm excited. So, how good is this? Um, All right. Uh, Hello, team. I have an appropriately shit whisper from the West (laughs) (laughs) that confirms or adds to previous whispers. All right. A friend of mine is friends... (laughs) So already, this is how I like my whispers, people. I like at least a second or third degree whisper. A friend of mine is friends with a gentleman who runs a memorabilia store in Perth. This gentleman interacts with Western Australian footballers. Normally yelling at them (laughs) at the airport, running up with a pen in his hand. (laughs) Saying, sign this. I'm a really big fan. Sign this footy and this jumper and this frame poster. You're not going to sell these, are you, mate? Uh, No, 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 no. Uh, past and present on a regular basis. This is a photo of Muhammad Ali. Doesn't matter. Just sign it. <laughs> just stick that little verification certificate on it, and we're all good. And stamp here, like seriously. here, initial here. I didn't, I'm just speculating, but I feel like sports memorabilia has to be one of the most corrupt industries <laughs> in the world. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so easy to fake and impossible to verify. Like. Even the legitimate shit is a con. Because, you know, the stuff like on the cricket and stuff where they'll go like, there's only a thousand, yeah. you know, of this photo that we've made of this yeah. moment from a <laughs> test match. I was like, yeah, the reason there's only a thousand is they've realized through history they can only cunt con a thousand <laughs> suckers. <laughs> they can only con. They can only con a thousand suckers into buying something yeah. that is not memorabilia. It really implies it's going to go up in value, surely, doesn't it? Only one time we can click on this folder on our computers <laughs> to print off. Like, what are you talking about? Shut up, you con men. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I'm a bit with you that yeah. perhaps that might be the case, but yeah. that's good. We're getting some, we're getting a whisper from the underworld. <laughs> All right, settle down. Don't go that far. <laughs> so he's connected. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I can see why you didn't read his name. Man. 
So he's from the underworld. We keep our whispers anonymous on this show, Charlie. You yeah. know that. Yeah. Uh, this gentleman interacts with. Uh, he says he's a gentleman. This gentleman interacts with uh, Western Australian footballers, past and present, on a regular basis to get signatures or items for his store. So you're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. That's what he's doing, including Pav Mundy glass, etc. He says that the consensus from the Frio boys is that Fife is leaving. What? Whispers from the West. Holy shit. Uh, now, this is where it gets a little bit more defamatory, so I'm going to just, again... Say it's not it, us. This, this is not us, and it was a whisper. This is literally hearsay, innuendo, and whatever. But we just like to get the whispers, what people are saying. You know? I'm feeling like we're going to get sued. Uh, he's got arrogant after his brown low. Oh. And no longer thinks the club fits his ambitions. He wants to move to Victoria where he'll be a superstar. This sounds like bullshit straight away. Firstly, I think we've mentioned this before. If he thinks he's going to Victoria to be more of a superstar than he is in Western Australia, he's wrong. Yeah. That's just wrong. That's flawed logic. That's why I think it's not real. Yeah, because like in Melbourne, he is a great player, but he'd be one of like a lot of great players in that town. Whereas in Perth, like he is a superstar. Mm. Mm. All right. Um he wants to move Victoria where he'll be a superstar and a $1.5 million deal has apparently already been done with St Kilda. Is this Fitzy? This might be from Fitzy. <laughs> the players described an incident at a charity event Frio were running where players were meant to be signing autographs and playing with a bunch of kids. Fife rocked up two hours late then left shortly after as he thought the event was beneath him. Uh, again, this sounds not true, but go on. I'm loving it. Whispers from the whist. Uh, no, that's that's pretty much it. So that's the that's the All right. <laughs> up to the minute whisper we've got through. So, is that this, uh, so, so in my head, what? you're at some like fate. You know, yeah. there's kids running around, jumping yeah. castle, players doing handball clinic, and then you just hear this. <laughs> you just see like, you see Nate's bloody chopper descend in the middle of the oval. He gets out shirtless, of course, wearing his brown. Wearing his brown lows. Yeah. Two girls on each arm walks out like ducking under the blades. Gets there, and so he looks around, and probably a bunch of kids have run over. And does he like swat at them to get them away from him? Yeah, it gives them the Dustin Martin send off. <laughs> He's just them knocking away. kids left, right, and <laughs> like Yoda, yeah. smacking away. <laughs> Like, that's what he's like, just smashing kids out of the way. I think that, yeah, I think that's what he's doing. Yeah, right. That makes sense. He's got the two girls to record his Fremantle podcast, Two Girls No Cup. <laughs> ah. um, all right. Uh, here's another bit of feedback that we got. So okay. we take all feedback, you know, good, bad, indifferent. Yeah. And so, like, this this bit of feedback might explain uh, why we've got this separate sp- spin-off mailbag now. So I'm going to name this person, Je- Jefferson Gillians. I'm not sure that's their real name, but if it is, Jefferson Gillians. G'day, guys. Love the podcast. Now, if anyone's sitting at home going, he's just reading this out because you know, they've got big heads now. Yeah. I'm not usually a fan of Will Anderson or his comedy, but strangely love listening to him talk footy and find him really funny in this forum and wise. Now, this- Hang on. So where is this been posted? A Facebook. As a, as a review or just a comment? No, this is just... Uh, it's a message. In f- it's been sent to us as to, a message. Right, okay. Yeah. That's odd. To me. Right? Do you yeah. think to publicly... This literally grabbed a soapbox. Go yeah. He's just, go, he's just gone straight to the source, going, yeah. I've never really liked you. Um, but or he knows or what you like, do. <laughs> my God. <laughs> he has spelled it with two L's, so maybe, okay. you know, like, you know, he's not a huge fan. Um, but then, so here's the thing. Uh, okay, a little bit more feedback here. 
I've never really heard of Charlie before. Oh, <laughs> fuck. You could have just not read that bit out. Oh, mate. Well, we both we both get a drive-by. <laughs> okay, it's my right, point. Okay. Anyway, I digress. Yeah, you fucking do digress, mate. You didn't need to digress. Like- both of us would have been fine without you going, I've never liked you or your comedy, and I've never heard of Charlie. <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyway, I love listening to your potty on the commute to work. So, yeah. okay, we, we've won him back, right? I managed- it's like an abusive boyfriend. I know. This is a real like journey. Nexus, Nexus to start with. I mean, I think this, lad- this uh, letter is much like this AFL season. You yeah. just never know what to expect. Sometimes yeah. it's compliments, sometimes it's insults. It's and from sentence to sentence, you just don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> uh, anyway, I digress. I love listening to your potty on the commute to work. I managed to get through half each way on my journey. There you go. Uh, today, I listened to the latest app, and all I got from my entire PT journey was Josh fucking J. Kennedy. A PT journey, a public transport, right? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I mean, it was funny for the first five minutes. In fact, it was funny all the way through, but there's only so much a bloke can take on one subject. Oh, really? <laughs> Sorry, astrophysicist. You wasted your life. <laughs> Study for 14 years, get your PhD. There's only so much you can do. Actually, there's not. There's a lot of that the universe there's we don't understand. In fact, uh, yeah, like to be honest, our search for knowledge is infinite. But anyway, sure. I love no. it. No, yeah. no, there's only so much you can do. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, he says, uh, please refrain from. <laughs> oh, hi. Hi. I'm someone who has never previously engaged in any of your work. One of you I had a strong opinion about, which was negative, and the other one I had no opinion about at all. I have never supported you in any financial way, but have enjoyed your free podcast and the amusement it has given me. Now that I've got that off my chest, <laughs> here's some things to change. Here's some things I don't like about it. <laughs> please refrain. Well, at least he said please. Please refrain from long-winded tangents on West Coast players in the future. Cheers. Oh, so, all right. So we can be yeah. other players then. Well, just... this is what this spin-off podcast is for. Yeah. Our long-winded... This, this guy. This guy. In some ways, this guy gets it. Is responsible. This guy is responsible. He got he's, what he wanted. He's the Collingwood fan yeah. who leaned over the fence and yelled at Nicky Winmar. Right. <laughs> if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have made this great stand. This noble stand. Uh, all right. Uh, so now, now let's get to... Um, this is where it gets really interesting. So... Josh Kennedy. This was the thing that sparked this whole. Uh, was we we did a bit of a deep dive on. We we felt like we'd been a little mean to West Coast, mm. and we decided that the player that we both liked was Josh Kennedy. But what we discovered was we didn't really know a lot about no. Josh Kennedy. I've done a lot of research this week, and it turns out by the end of that podcast, <laughs> some people felt like they knew too much about him, <laughs> but I, they were wrong because right. there is so much more to know. Yeah. About Josh Kennedy. Should we start with the little um, the short film you made? Oh <laughs> uh, no! That? I think we I think we got to build up to the short uh, uh, film. Yeah, that's amazing. Right? Yeah. Um, I, I think we should just start with the little survey because we read out this little uh, yeah. survey that he'd filled in. Mm. But it turns out it's a clarification. This I is a clarification. It turns out clarification. It was fake news. Yeah, Charlie. We live in this alternative fact world and. Mm. Everything is susceptible to it, including uh, the West Coast Eagles uh, quizzes, because it had been filled out by none other than Sandra the Frenchman. <laughs> Ooh la la! <laughs> These answers will humiliate him, <laughs> and when he loses his motivation, the Frenchman will come in and be the focal point forward. <laughs> 
Nós na Gretinha. Nós na Gretinha. So, firstly, one of the great joys of learning more about uh, JJ Kennedy mm. uh, for me has been obviously the fact that um, we've learned more about the wonderful bod- buddy. Co- yeah, comedy, buddy co- comedy. They are double, double act. act. <laughs> Martin and Lewis. They, the Mark Lacroix and Josh Kennedy are because yeah, they are adorable, unlikely friends. Yeah, but they are obviously very close friends. And the more that you, it's watch like when the- you see a big dog and a little dog walking around together, like right. a Doberman and a Shih Tzu. <laughs> yeah, or like uh, what was that really? That horse that never lost that had like a, a goat or whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like they're like pinky in the brain. Yes, pinky you know? in the brain. Yeah. Perfect. So, um, so obviously in response, uh, when uh, Mark Lacroix's one was filled out, it was done by none other than JJ Kennedy. Than JJ Kennedy. I haven't heard this. Yeah. All so right, lay it on me. Well, not only yes. So did they? They elected to do each other's questionnaires, or one did one, and there's a, to get back. I mean, I don't know the full story, but you know what I feel like there is in their relationship? There's a touch of Hamish and Andy. Yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like they're always just trying Good to... Nature. They're best mates, but their kind of thing is that you're always playing pranks on your best mate because that's the nature of their relationship, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, They actually once spent six weeks as conjoined twins <laughs> as part of it. Played. It was really, actually, really effective. Um, all right, so let's uh, go back. This is what uh, JJK has filled in. For Mark Lacroix right. in answer to the same question. Can you write it in French? <laughs> uh, all right. Nickname, the ultimate package. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> sure. Uh, best moment in junior footy, kicking 42 goals in a game. <laughs> JJ. <laughs> Before a I- game, I always, here we go. Shave my legs in the shower. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Take that. As a footballer, how would you like to be remembered? Oh, Maybe uh, we could get this. Would be a good idea. Is like is to get maybe the Frenchman to respond to oh. these allegations. <laughs> I think that would be something that would be good. Um, as a footballer, how would you like to be remembered? Uh, Josh has said, "Mad as." Uh, do you consider yourself to be mad as? It is an insult. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe it's a bad idea for that to happen. Uh, <clears throat> the player from another club you most like to watch? None. Uh, all-time favorite player. He's going a bit soft. Like he felt like he could have put a few like better answers in here, right? Yeah. Like the good... forty-two goals a game. Like that's not really humiliating anyone, and it sounds like something conceivable <laughs> could yeah. have happened. I got to be honest with you, JJK. It's probably not his. I think the Frenchman. He's your he more, had more your, fun with it. He had more fun. More with mischievous. It. Ooh la la. And Josh is trying to give it a go. Yeah. Like who is the king of selfies at your club? And he, his answer is, I try to upload a selfie a day. I mean, that doesn't even really quite answer the question, Josh. No. I mean... The comedy stylings of JJ, not that well, impressive. Oh, uh, here we go. Childhood hero, my future self. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Bit of Matthew McConaughey. Yep. Um, your wife, partner, or best friend would describe you as mad as. So I reckon he says mad as a lot. I reckon that's an in-joke that we just don't get. Mad Ken- as. Kennedy or Lacrasse says it? Well, I reckon... the uh, Kennedy says it. I mean, this is... Because <laughs> it's weird, right? So if... If it's something that Josh says and, and the Frenchman's filled this out, yeah, you know, there's no joke saying something you actually definitely say all the time. Okay, here's one. All we right. found a couple of good oh, ones. Okay. Not, there's, not, there's not too many good ones. Even Ramona's getting angry at these answers. Ramona, shh. Um, 
Here we go. Um, what, uh, according to Josh Kennedy, I'll get you to guess. What, according to Josh Kennedy, is uh, Mark Lacroix's favorite food? Uh, well, so tofu burger was what he said last week. So think the, so it's got to be in the same the, kind say, of punsy. I would say think the French theme. Oh, uh, mm, oh, is <laughs> it? Um, well, something like is it like fluffy and light? Is yes. it sort of like it's like a croissant? A croissant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So you're busted. We found that out. We yeah. found out that. Uh, that uh, Josh Kennedy uh, and the Frenchman have a little bit of a thing going on. I don't know if you watched this interview. Um, that- oh, is it where they're quizzing um, Matt Prittis? Yeah. That's brilliant. Did you hear a you in there? A you? Much like, like a, a you. Yeah. No. Like, I'm, hang on, I'm going to um, just play us the first little bit of this. Uh, for the people that don't know, this all came out, of course, our love for Josh Kennedy's head surfing uh, moment. But I just feel like in this little clip, maybe I just hear it in my head now when I see them, but it really... <laughs> That's a horrible affliction. Every time I see Josh Kennedy, I hear, you! Well, here's the thing. I watched this little clip earlier today and I couldn't quite tell if it was happening or not. And I watched it like two or three times. <laughs> will. And I still couldn't quite tell. Hang on, I'm going to pause. I'm going to make you watch it. Yeah. And then uh, we can see if it's there or not. All right, so you hadn't actually seen this one. No. This, was, this is a different one that I've been looking at here. So yeah. uh, this is, uh, it's called Kennedy's Masters Milestone Chat. And I believe that we may have found a bit of an origin for the... You! So I'm going to play it now. I'm going to put the microphone next to it. thought we'd get him in for a chat. Um, find out a few, few things about the great man. Boys, you! Congratulations, mate. That was a you. That's a you, isn't it? Mike Hal, can you just play it one more time for listeners? Yeah. That's a you. That's a you. That's where it comes from. 100%. Oh, my God. So do you reckon he was the... So he's brought that to the table. He's like... Other players do Or is this post... Oh, when did this go up? Is that them mocking him? No, they don't say it. Isn't it... Isn't yeah, but I, I thought maybe it was like him mocking the... No, but it's like May 8th, 2016. So this is pre-dates. It's got a pre-date. So he brought it to the table. He's brought But that. other players do it because I know Josh Bruce does a you as well. Mm. So interesting to know. Like if there's anyone who worked at Fox Footy who yeah. worked on that commercial, can you just give us a bit of info about Head I'd really love to know the background of yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Like yeah. who came up with the idea? Let's yeah, who, get them on the show. Yeah, who came up with the idea for head surfing? How did you film it? How many things did you film at the same time? Did they do the pie night one at the same time as well did, when you just had them all there? I would also like to know that. Pie night. Uh, what has been more successful? What have you got more pie, traction pie, from? Pie, 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 Which is the club that is like hardest to deal with? Who are the most natural actors? I want to know all these things. Do you find players when they're sitting that close to the camera, like, when they're doing those talking head promos. Like you think a player looks a certain way. Right. Because you see him every week, you know, on the ground. But then when you see him up close, you're like, whoa. <laughs> like, it's like, that, you look different to what I thought. And uh, not better. Sometimes when you see even footballers dressed up, you're going, oh no, you've got a good footy look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't look good Out of in context. A, no. But in on a footy field, you look fine. There's something about like the way the, the broken nose and like the little, just the beaten, he- beaten in heads. Like players like yeah. As uh, soon like as you Joel put it, Selwood, right? Just like, you put him in a suit and he feels like he's going to court. Yeah, 
<laughs> totally. Uh, all right. Um, now, there is this video that people have to watch. We'll put it on the Facebook page. But I think it's, it's called there. Josh Kennedy the Hero. Yeah. And it is. this is where it, it really started to blow my mind. Yeah. So I think, I mean, someone can give us some background. What it seems to be is, you know, sometimes clubs they'll have short film competitions or something. Right. It seems to have been made for something. His business gets a huge mention in it. I think it's probably just a bit of online content for his business. Yeah. It feels to me like they're like, hey, can I do an ad for my business? And they're like, well, if we can make a bit of kind of funny content where yeah. it doesn't seem like it's exactly an ad for the business. Yeah. Because if you stick around after the credits, there's a pretty straightforward ad for his business. <laughs> I actually think it's about eight minutes long. Uh-huh. I think there's a pretty good two-minute film in there. <laughs> uh, my, I, I was compelled by it. I thought his acting was great. I loved that I did There some good gags. There were some really funny bits. And obviously, if you knew who the other players were better than I yeah. do, I'm sure you would have enjoyed some Coxie of those. getting angry because he ordered a small mattress. A small mattress. <laughs> Side gag. It was like it was like like a mockumentary. Yeah, and it was a bit of fun. Yeah, and it seemed pretty old too. This is pre beer. Yeah, no, JJK. I mean, the way you can tell he's got a good sense of humour because the first gag in it is that he gets uh, someone misidentifies him as Jack Darling. (laughs) Comes up for a high five and calls him Jack Darling. Like, okay, you got me, JJ. I mean, (laughs) but isn't it funny how we speculated maybe he's into acting acting or something, and then legitimately. He's the star of a fucking short film. Right. Playing himself, but still. I've never Eminem been, was in 8 Mile. I've never been the star of... <laughs> Do you imagine he says it like that? Because I'm an actor. Well, you start in your own film, Josh. Eminem was in 8 Mile. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, we also got another little bit of just the, uh, what I would consider whispers from the West. Oh, excellent. Around uh, JJ Kennedy. It'd be great to get some whispers from the GW. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Like Western Sydney, come on. Whispers from the West of Sydney. I mean, I guess you wouldn't because all the players in the Eastern suburbs. <laughs> right. <laughs> They'd have to whisper them back to the West and yeah. then they'd be re-whispered to the East. Yeah. Most of the players live down the road from either you or I. So <laughs> just come up here and whisper them into the microphones if you like. Um, <clears throat> this is a whisper, though. Uh, it was just an addendum to some other stuff, but it said, a friend of mine's mum used to live next door to him Used to complain that he would tinker away. Tinker, <laughs> I love this story. Yeah. Used to complain that he would tinker away in his shed <laughs> and use power tools at night. <laughs> I love it. Like he's Doc Brown from Back to the Future. I feel like he is a shed tinkerer from way oh, back. Yeah, man. That's what I imagined he was like. Less the kind of short film sort of thing, and more the tinkering, trying to make a better. Yeah, because he looks like Jim's Jim's mowing, Jim's yeah. gardening. Yeah, that's what you think he'd be doing. Yeah, JJ's tinkering. Yeah, <laughs> it's his business. Um, all right, so that was uh, oh, and uh, Tobias Edwards, who I don't think would mind uh, me using his name because he posted this. Um, uh, Hi guys, love the podcast. I'm sure you guys have heard of the Madden Curse. Now, have you heard of the Madden Curse? It's where oh, John Madden, the yeah. if you're on the cover of EA Sports, yeah, you get injured. And you've heard of the Justin Madden Curse, right? Which is uh, if you play <laughs> football for Carlton in the ruck, you end up uh, a being politician. a politician, <laughs> running like a giraffe. Uh, the Madden curse where the players who make the cover of the Madden NFL games always seem to get hurt the following year. Right. Can't help but notice after your expose on JJ Kennedy's gone now with an injury. Coincidence? Two guys, one cup curse. Mm, I hope mm. not. We love JJ. No, well, I, yeah, I, I hope not as well. Right. Well, that's how he's back. Say, in, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Still could win the Coleman. Uh, from one JJ to another JJ. Josh Jenkins. Oh, yeah. Uh, we talked about this. We've got some whispers. 
from the west still, but like from West Adelaide. West Adelaide. <laughs> from West Adelaide. From the West End. Yeah. Uh, whispers, boys, as a Crow supporter, I can advise that Josh Jenkins' nickname is Jerker. Yeah, we should. That was yep. right in front of us. I know. Um, <clears throat> uh, then we've got some uh, Joe Danaher news. Yep, great. Uh, at Good Beer Week event at the Great Northern Hotel, and Joe Danaher is here. Can confirm. Where's the Great Northern? That's in. Uh, Warby, well, right? there's a lot of Great Northerns oh. around the country. That's the problem. There's okay. one in, I think there's one in Byron Bay as well, and there's Great definitely Northern. one in Melbourne. I think somewhere. Right, don't worry about anyway, uh, Joe Dannenhurst here didn't give us information on which uh, Great Northern it was. Can confirm that his head looks bigger than last season, but oh. still out of proportion for his body. Okay, well that's what we've kind of speculated, so that's good to know. Uh, something else that we've talked about recently when it comes to terms of appearance is uh, Trent Cotchen. Oh yeah. And his haircut. Mm. Uh, hey, boys. One or two weeks ago, you were giving some shit to Trent Cotchen <laughs> about his haircut. <laughs> and that's the standard quality commentary you get on this show. <laughs> Teasing, your favourite word, a player about his haircut. Right. Well, the, the problem is you that ironically... Jamie Elliott's hair. <laughs> ironically, it looks like his hair has been teased into that shape. I watched him on uh, like Footy Confidential or Footy Up Late. Or yeah. whatever it's called the other Put night. Dark. And he, again, I still couldn't stop. Like his hair is like his personality. He seems just like a really nice, straight up and down, tries his best, yeah. like, you know, nice guy. You know, that's what it... Do you remember when Eric Banner used to impersonate Ray Martin and he'd yeah. have that like helmet thing that he'd just take on and off? That's kind of what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, he just Except looks... Except more of a flat top version. Yeah, a flat top Lego head. Yeah. That's what he looks like. Anyway. Uh, Simon tells us this, uh, gave me a giggle because prior to listening to your show, I had been getting my hair cut at Loscar Barbers in Essendon and the bloke who runs it was bragging about how Trent Cotchin gets his hair cut there. <laughs> but I loved um, this addendum to this message, which was pretty shit story, to be honest. But the bloke gives me basically the same haircut as Trent. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I asked that guy uh, in that message window, I said to him, I asked him if it was a $16 haircut. Yeah. And he said, and he said. Oh, I don't actually don't have that in front of me. What you, <laughs> sorry, I thought you were about to say what he said, but I didn't have it in front of me. I just copied I was, the rest sorry, of it. I was trying to lead you. What he said was, I don't know, it's a fuck off. It's a $25 haircut. It's Essendon, uh, Essendon not Collingwood. Um, but it made me... I was like, oh, that's a funny response. But I Googled that hairdresser's low cash, whatever they're called, in Essendon and went online and tried to find out how much their haircuts were. Right. Because <laughs> so I was like... Oh, because you were going to get back to him yeah. with actual fact list? <laughs> I'm like, mate, it says here $12. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I couldn't find it online though. No prices listed. Looks like a cool barbershop though. It doesn't look like a $16. It doesn't look like a Just Cuts. It looks like a cool inner city Melbourne barbershop. Old, old school male barbershop. Yeah, no chicks allowed. But I, here's what I would say is, you could also get the Trent Cotchen out of Just Cuts. <laughs> like, yeah, if ever a haircut is said to me Just Cuts, it's Trent, Trent Cotchen's hair. Yeah, it's true. It's like when you go into those old school barbers, they have those photos in the 80s, you know, the old faded haircut photos to show you what style you can have. That's Trent Cotchen. He's been um, playing uh, very well, though. Yeah. Cotchen, I think. Uh, so, okay, last but not least, because we're going to try to keep this one a bit shorter, uh, but we need to get to Richmond. Now, okay. the good news is that Richmond have, um, you know, bounced back. Very exciting news for Tigers fans. Uh, but we did get uh, a letter here from uh, Clive. Now, Clive? Yeah, Clive. You're after stories pertaining to the Richmond experience, huh? 
well, actually, I don't know if we were technically after stories pertaining to the Richmond no, experience. No, but- he's one hundred percent correct. I literally said those those words. <laughs> I invited people. <laughs> As you will probably notice going yeah. to our Facebook page, I invited people to share their stories of Richmond Inners because yeah. I was so fascinated. But you didn't say, I do you have stories pertaining to the Richmond experience? <laughs> no, not in those words. Okay. All right. Well, despite being a 33-year-old lifelong Perthian, I've only recently become footy mad. I mean, I kicked the footy around with other neighborhood kids when I was little and understood and knew the rules, but never became passionate about a club nor the game as a whole. But I started randomly watching games in 2013, which started happening more and more regularly until 2014, round 13, when my friend, a longtime Eagles member, took me to watch her beloved West Coast take on the Gold Coast Suns. It was a close, exciting game, literally the best sort of game you could hope to bring a newbie to. Eagles won 103 to 100, flat track bullies. And while, that was my editorial, and whilst I definitely knew who Gaz was, it wasn't until later I realized how lucky I was to see the Son of God performing on all cylinders, firing at my first game. Anyhow, I then started watching games every weekend and it dawned on me I could literally choose my team. God, I wish someone had fucking told me that when I was a kid. Someone did tell me that, and for years I wished they hadn't told me that. So it goes both ways, that one. Um, It didn't need to be based on locality. It didn't need to be mentally uh, what my friend supported Freo, uh, which supported West Coast, who I'd prefer to barrack beside. I had 18 whole teams I could choose out of. Well, 17, as I already knew at this point, I didn't want to be a Collingwood supporter. Nice. (laughs) Which is nice. It's good that you, you get that. Yeah. Sydney were up there, as were the Doggies, Port and... Richmond. That's dangerous. Imagine being a Western Australian in barracks of Sydney. That's like... Yeah, that would, that would have right? been no good times for no. you. I felt myself become more and more drawn to the ups and downs of the Tigers. It was at times as if their performances were being dictated by a writing team, maximising the excitement <laughs> of when they won by giving us some ridiculous painful failures along the way. The Richmond writing staff have been toying with the whole will they, won't they <laughs> win another premiership for 37 years now. <laughs> It is. It's the Ross and Rachel. I mean, it is, sport. right? Yeah. You just get so much intrigue out of them, yeah. you know? Another thing that drew me to Richmond, besides the fact that I was starting to learn their playing at least more thoroughly than other clubs, was their song. Oh, yeah. Fuck, it's great. And I think we don't talk about this enough, is that it is, I think that is your real gateway drug to Richmond, isn't it? Yeah. The song was so good. Yeah. Fuck, it's great. Something that most football nuts agree on. Anyway, I had not 100% decided my team. I mean, it's a big decision. That that is uh, that shit is for life, much more so than marriage. You can divorce someone you fall out of love with, but a person who switches the club they support, yeah, well, they're a right fuckhead, really. <laughs> Couldn't agree with you more, yeah, mate. You're singing from my song sheet. Anyway, my sister and I went to the movies. <laughs> I believe it was early August to see this Perth-produced post-apocalyptic film. These Final Hours. Named These Finals, Final Same. Hours. Same it's on. great. You should check it out. Mm. Already have, mate. Well, I haven't, so I'll check it out. <laughs> Anyhow, in this film, there is a scene where the protagonist steals a taxi. As the taxi driver, extremely drunk, the roads are empty at this point in the film, pisses against the size of a tr- side of a tree. As he is emptying his bladder, he is singing the Richmond Club song. I mean, I'm not a superstitious bloke at all, but surely this had to have meaning. I leant over to my sister, and despite having a searing hatred for those who talk in the cinema, I whispered to her, this is the Richmond song. 
I don't think she cared. I mean, this is a literal whisper from the West and it's saying this is the Richmond song. I don't think she cared that much, but as I leaned back into my chair, I realised I was now a Richmond man through and through. What a beautiful bit of writing. The fact that he said, as I leant back into my chair, because you get to such an image of like, yes, I'm okay with it. It's this. been decided. Yes. This thing that's been on my mind. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can now I, just enjoy the rest I've of the decided. Yeah. I think it was a couple of weeks later that I bought a Richmond scarf. I needed to have my heart broken by them for the first time soon thereafter when we got smashed by port in the first week of finals. Oh, that was hard. When I get into things... That was I, when they won nine in a row, remember? Right. Yeah, and then Cochin, uh, they they kicked the wrong way. <laughs> Remember? Yeah. Into the breeze because that was the only way that he could keep his hair up. Uh, when I got, he'd just been down to the barber for a fresh cut for the big game. He didn't want to mess it up. Uh, when I get into things, I get into things pretty heavily. I know way too much about the Stay history. Stay away from heroin. <laughs> yeah. I know way too much about the history of Westeros, for example. Oh, I love their football team, the Westeros Bulldogs. <laughs> uh, and YouTube really facilitates footy knowledge and allowing yourself to feel like the part of the club you support. So it's not that long after I chose my team, chosen as it did genuinely feel like there was a Truman Show-esque staff behind the scenes making sure that their supporters experience highs and lows, but to never disengage, to keep the faith and support our club no matter how rich they are week after week after week. Well, that... That... A great bit of writing. Is a great bit of writing. That's the best thing you'll ever hear on this podcast. So great... Um, and clearly written by somebody who hasn't been a Richmond fan <laughs> for long enough to stay that to Clive stay, from Clive Clive to be that pie-eyed and romantic you're right hasn't had enough crushings yet yeah he hasn't been beaten down by it being 30 years of it now yeah, yeah get back to us in 30 fucking years Clive <laughs> see how fancy your writing is then mate <laughs> this is my final entry this fucking team I've had enough I'm driving a truck full of manure to the coach's place the worst day of my life was when I went to that fucking movie. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's our that's our two guys, one bag. That's our little mailbag podcast. And we're going to sign it off the same way? Uh, yeah, why not? Play on, not 15. Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>